Do you suffer from lack of experience or the dreaded resume gap? Never fear, Vertforce is here with a resume bootcamp episode to solve your problems. Tune in now for the solutions. You're listening to Resume Bootcamp by Vertforce, a mini series designed to help you get your resume in fighting shape for the virtual job market. Here's your host, Kimber Hill. Resources in this episode for Resume Bootcamp subscribers include a secret link to discovering virtual internship opportunities, a list of over 30 online certifications and training programs, and multiple functional resume completed examples and templates. Subscribe now for instant access to these resources and our private Facebook group at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. There are three types of missing experience. And in this episode, we're focusing on type two and three. Type two, lack of any recent experience at all which can happen when you are suddenly ready to re-enter the job market after being a stay-at-home parent, and lack of consistent experience, which many know as the dreaded resume gap. This happens when you move a lot, or if you're guilty of job hopping. If you're struggling with a career pivot, or not having the right kind of experience, head back to episode number 56, Frame for Career Pivot. Let's start now with how to overcome lack of experience. First, let me tell you this episode is complemented by episode number 29, How Volunteer Work Can Hurt or Help You. So remember to listen to it as well. There are many ways to overcome little to no experience. And Vertforce recommends focusing on two areas over the course of the next 12 weeks, volunteer work and internships and certifications. We call this the 12-week method. Let's take a look at it a little more in depth. This approach focuses on beefing up the next 12 weeks of your life. If you've been a stay-at-home parent for years and you haven't worked, you should start doing something like volunteering or an internship or pursuing technology certifications that will translate to your desired career and prepare you for entry back into the workforce. We recommend starting with volunteer work and internships followed by registering for a certification. Volunteer work and internships can be used to beef up your experience and help you ease back into the job market. There is a such thing as workplace stamina. For example, when I started my first job at 16, I was hard-pressed to get a good three to four hours out of my day, and my hiring manager noticed it. She said, Kimber, it won't be long, but your stamina will build. You will be able to do a full eight-hour day without feeling just totally wiped out. Don't forget that that's one of the issues you're going to be faced with as well. 
That's why volunteer work and internships are such a great tool for you to ease back in. Also, don't forget you may have work experience you're overlooking. And yeah, I encourage you to verbalize volunteer work such as being an ombudsman, being an FRG leader, or a spouse club executive member. I do encourage you to omit the word volunteer and intern where possible. For our resume boot campers, we have a secret boot camp only resource here for you. This is a link to a site where you can find virtual volunteer work and internships. So if you want to start this process, head over to that link right away. Five tricks you need to know before you finish your virtual volunteer opportunity and when you land your virtual volunteer opportunity are as follows. Number one, tell your hiring manager why you're doing this. Tell them you're looking for full-time remote work and that you're hoping to make connections during this experience. This is going to help your hiring manager be primed to introduce you to people who may be hiring when opportunities come up. Number two, ask your manager for an official title and job description. If they don't have one for you, offer to make it yourself with their approval. Oftentimes, volunteer programs just want to call you a volunteer, and you really have to advocate for yourself here and say, this is okay with me. However, I bring to the table certain skills. Know what your skills are and ask for a title. Say, I want to use my skills in this volunteer program under this title and just ask them. Nine times out of 10, they're going to say, yeah, that's totally fine with me. I can understand why you want to do that. Number three, stick around and do great work for 12 weeks. Check in regularly, ask how you can improve, keep up with the projects you complete, be incredibly thorough. And a lot of volunteer programs, you don't hear much back from your hiring manager. They may not be in communication with you consistently. So that is something that will be on your plate. And you just have to continue to advocate for yourself, do a great job, stick around, finish your 12 weeks. At the end of your internship, this is number four, by the way, at the end of your internship, ask your manager for a LinkedIn review, endorsement, and letter of recommendation. A review is where they personally type a review about you and discuss your work performance. An endorsement is where they endorse skills on your profile. And a letter of recommendation is usually just the LinkedIn review put into email form with their signature so that you can print it and use it for future job applications. All right, last trick for your internship number five. As you end your involvement with the internship, ask your teammates and managers for any opportunities they might know about that you might want to look into. While you're there, you should be cultivating relationships. And as you exit that, it's time to harvest all of the seeds you've planted. Ask for assistance, ask for help. Okay, a note about listing this on your resume. Your goal is not to list virtual volunteer work 
or virtual internship as work experience on your resume. I want you to omit the word volunteer and intern wherever possible, regardless of whether you were paid or not. The V word and the I word are no-nos for your resume when you're someone who has no experience, right? When you're coming from a place of deficiency and when you're trying to overcome lack of experience. Go listen to episode number 29 on our podcast right now to understand my thought process on this and when it's appropriate for you to do that. Step number two, new technology certifications. Certifications will not appear on your work experience section, but they will appear in your technology section or skills section. Having a recent certification will also give you something to talk about in your interview. If you don't have a recent job you can converse about in an interview, you can lean on your experience with the certification. There are many certifications available to you that you can achieve for free or at a low cost or by taking advantage of military-based scholarships. But we would encourage you to focus primarily on technology-based certifications because they are the most applicable and valuable for remote work. We've been talking about the concept of technology being all over your resume since our first episode. So when you look at going to get a certification, think tech. For our Resume Bootcamp subscribers, we have a very special resource you can reference an extensive list of 30-plus popular certifications and education resources that are currently in demand and can help you ease back into building your resume. These are all hyperlinked to the course, so you can absolutely pick the one you want, start the registration process. Below is the list. It's in the tab labeled Popular Certifications. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll tackle how to defeat the dreaded resume gap. If you need help with your resume, don't pay someone to write it for you. Learn to write it yourself. With Resume Bootcamp, you get access to our online camp where we walk you through a series of lessons teaching you the skills and strategies you need to know to write a wonderful resume. We also give you access to free templates, so you can leave the formatting up to us. Resume Bootcamp also comes with a private Facebook group, meaning you get to join an exclusive community of other virtual professionals fine-tuning their resumes for the remote job market. You can participate in live resume critiques and ask the community questions whenever you need support. What are you waiting for? Join Resume Bootcamp now. Go to bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. Bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. And we're back to reveal how to defeat the dreaded resume gap or job hopping. And yes, you guessed it. We will be talking about functional resumes in this portion of the episode. One of the best ways to overcome the resume gap or to avoid looking like you've arbitrarily hopped from job to job to job is to totally 
ditch specific dates. You can also pursue organizing your work experience functionally instead of chronologically. Let's review these concepts in practice. Ditching specific dates is what we'll start with. Let's say you've had three jobs in the last five years, and they're listed on your resume like this. For our resume bootcamp subscribers, you can follow along in bootcamp. Director of Commercial Programs at ABC Company, April 2019 to present. Commercial Program Analyst at Bose Company, September 2017 to November 2018. Program Analyst, Xavier Enterprises, March 2015 to January 2017. If you're looking at this on someone's resume and you're looking at this with me in Resume Bootcamp, you can see that there was an eight-month employment gap from January 2017 to June 2017 before you moved into the role with the Bose company. Then we can also see a five-month employment gap from November 2018 to April 2019 before you moved into your role with ABC Company. There is no value in showing off your employment gaps. And unless you're writing a federal resume, which we will talk about very soon, there is no mandate that says you're required to list the starting and ending months of your previous positions on your resume. So, you can very easily overcome these gaps by removing the specific month, just like this. Director of Commercial Programs, ABC Company, 2019 to present. Commercial Program Analyst, Bose Company, 2017 to 2018. Program Analyst, Xavier Enterprises. 2015 to 2017. Wow! The second example is so much cleaner to read, and it does not make the hiring manager question your commitment to your positions or wonder why you hopped. Another option is to ditch the reverse chronological approach to your experience and use the functional approach to work experience. In a functional resume, you take time out of the equation altogether and organize your work experience by the skill set rather than the job title and time frame. Reverse chronological order is certainly the standard on resumes and absolutely, you should try to use it whenever possible. Functional resumes should be plan B. However, Laying out your work experience in this way draws a lot of attention to your consecutive work experiences and dates you were employed. If you're in a situation where you don't have to use consecutive work experience, you may want to take the functional approach to categorizing your work experience. Functional organization of your work experience highlights your competencies by categorizing them into skills. This allows you to talk about the breadth of your work experience across multiple positions in one bullet 
with no regard to when you worked there. For example, instead of your last three most recent positions, you would list your three strongest core competencies that apply to the job, like sales, customer service, and communication. You'll order these in order of relevancy to the position. For the description of those competencies, you bullet point your work experience that applies to those competencies following the bar technique we taught you earlier in episode number 55. Okay, resume boot campers, you have resources at your fingertips right now that are accessible only to you because you subscribe to this program. Take a look in the additional resources tab. You will see multiple functional resume examples and functional resume templates for you to use right now and follow along with. I do want to give you a warning. And I I say this not to put fear in your heart, but rather to help you be aware and acknowledge what you're doing. To a seasoned recruiter, a functional resume is typically a tip-off that you may not have a lot of recent experience. Your goal should be to graduate out of the functional resume approach as soon as you can. Okay, resume boot campers, you have been powerfully equipped with everything you need to know to overcome lack of experience and defeat the resume gap. Resources from this episode include 30-plus certifications and educational resources, a secret link to find a site where you can apply for virtual volunteer and internship opportunities, and multiple examples and templates for a functional resume. Remember, these resources are only available to Resume Bootcamp subscribers. If you want to join Resume Bootcamp and our private online community, subscribe at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. That's bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. And we'll see you in there. All right. This concludes this lesson of Resume Bootcamp. Remember... If you'd like to subscribe to camp to get instant access to all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash VF hyphen BC. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vert Force podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC.